Welcome to Five Phases Health. Your hosts are Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Over the next hour, you'll hear from experts in the field on how you can achieve sustainable good health. Welcome to Five Phases Health Radio, your guided journey towards personal transformation and sustainable good health. We're here to simplify health, wellness, and nutritional information, eliminating that guesswork, helping you to achieve radiant health. I'm your co-host, Peyton Young, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Christina Berea. And we're excited to be sharing this time with you. I think you had a a bit of a a shout out to make. Yes. So if you're listening to us live, happy Thursday to you. It is uh, December 28, and we are excited to be on our um, next live episode with you talking about preparations for the new year and um, setting goals and setting intentions. But first, um, we want to say thank you to everybody who has uh, tuned in to us either live or who has listened to a recorded episode. Uh, we do see those numbers starting to rise and we appreciate your patience as we work through all of the uh, the, the hiccups of getting a podcast started, where, as we mentioned before, we're new to this. So we, we, we are learning as we move along. And so um, all of you folks who, who tune in and listen to us, we are, we are very, very grateful for your support. Um, and that said, actually, uh, wanted to mention there is also the possibility of um, if you wanted to um, share a comment or ask a question, you can actually reach us by tuning in to or actually dialing the number 866-472-5792, 866-472-5792 if you wanted to uh, join us on the air live and ask a question or provide a comment. Um, otherwise, I'm going to turn it back over to Peyton to kick us off with Setting intentions and goals for 2024, right around the corner. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. This is the time of the year coming up where um, everyone will be making New Year's resolutions. I am. I think I probably will too <laughs> as well. Um, and so in this episode, we're going to talk about setting intentions. Um, you know, as we approach the new year, it's common to think about setting these New Year's resolutions. And resolutions can be a great way to focus on personal growth and positive changes in your life. This episode, we're going to try to discuss common resolutions, including getting healthy, financially uh, secure, career, family travel and experiences and and some other things. And we'll also kind of go over um, setting goals, how to set them, um, given maybe some some uh, tips on. Uh, how to set those goals and, and be successful with them, how to avoid some common pitfalls of, of those of the goals you're going to set. Uh, and then maybe even getting into how to uh, put inside your environment things such as vision boards or your heroes or uh, items and things that are in your environment that remind you to stay on track with these goals that you've been setting. And then we'll probably talk about a few success stories that maybe we have. Um, and if somebody wants to call in, they can maybe share some of their success stories. We're going to try to be positive on everything that we're doing for this one, because uh, these New Year's resolutions that are coming up, it's super important to have that positive attitude 
and set achievable goals um, as we move forward. Sure, absolutely. I love a couple of things that you said in there, but first of all, it's so common, right? Where we we are indulging at this time of year, whether it's an activity or most of us since Thanksgiving have been indulging in some some foods and and celebrations with family. So, the most common one that we hear about on January first is my, the the resolution to um, lose weight, right? So I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to drop those five. First one, that's right? usually what yeah. most people gravitate change towards, my di- right? Change my diet. Change my diet. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to no sugar for, for the next uh, something. Ah, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I've heard of dry January where, um, people abstain from alcohol. There, there's a bunch of different things that people can do, uh, challenges, health challenges in kicking off the new year. Um, and that's a great way to start the year, right? With the intention that this is a new year, it's a it's a new beginning, and it's a chance to uh, implement something that that is missing at this particular time, or that is uh, in excess at this particular time in life, and and start something new, so that over the course of the year or the time span that's been set aside, then um, we get to experience the benefit of that challenge and our dedication to sticking with it and then the results of what that challenge brought to us, right? So this is a great time, right? Uh, the, the the beginning of a new year is a great uh, time to mark our celestial event time uh, calendar to to start that process. Um, Plus, it just feels great sure. to experience success when right? you set achievable goals. Yeah. Over and over and over. Hundred percent, right? Yeah. But health is not the only thing. Some some people do uh, want to start a new career. Some people want to make changes in their in their relationships, or they want to have personal development. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Fill in the blanks. Yeah. Right. There's so so many things. So um, taking advantage of of this time of year to have a, a marker, I want to say, of progress, right? So we all, if we started on the first and how are we doing in the time frame that we set aside? Um, so just real quick, there's a couple different kinds of goals, right? We talked about in areas of one's life, but if we go into an area, what type of goal do we want to, to set aside? It can be either a process goal, you know, something that says I'm going to change the way I do things and I'm going to do them better, or more efficiently, I'm going to change something about my habits in terms of a process. Like maybe it's uh, getting the kids out the door for school, or maybe I'm oh, going that's to. Really, that's actually really good. Yeah. Setting up a timetable for yeah. yourself yep. in an area that you mm-hmm. are maybe struggling with. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, process typically describes the way that we do something, right? So I'm going to change a habit in the way that I do something. Um You know, we could go on forever with examples, but let's see. Let's see. Let me think about one. That's uh, that's a good one for me. Right. Okay. So a process, right? So when I wake up in the morning, um, when I'm not paying attention and life gets out of the, gets, gets the best of me, maybe I don't take those first 30 minutes to be with my own thoughts. So my process there is instead of waking up and jumping right into the activities of the day and getting to work and going directly to work emails, then um, it's really important for me to set aside that personal time to let my brain and my body, um, what do you call it? Come into the moment, be present. Yeah, yeah. no, like when you start an engine, warm up. That's what oh, I'm looking for. Okay. <laughs> do, do an initial evaluation yeah, yeah, of everything, yeah. warm up, get ready. Right, yeah. systems check, you systems know, how am I doing? Yeah. You know, what, yep. what, what do I need this morning to be Internal. functional? <laughs> and then and then keep going. So well, um, I have one for that one too. The okay. older that you get, 
the more aches and pains you tend to have when you wake up and stuff like that. Sure. So you tend to do that physical evaluation as well, that little internal um, uh, look, look, see, like, uh, mm-hmm. how do I feel? Do, um, did I get enough water as an example and stuff like that? I like to do that. Exactly. Another type of goal within an area, right? So we talked about the different areas. Another type of goal is a performance goal. So that's where you're improving the way that you do something, right? So the way that you execute a task, you're going to improve that. So that might be making it more efficient. That might be making it um, more, more in line with what you're wanting to do. So let's say I'm not prepared with a great example on a on a performance goal, but let's say maybe I'm going to make sure that when I'm lifting weights that I'm doing proper form, right? So I avoid injuries. That's a that might be a performance goal, or that I make sure that um, I stay above a certain threshold in my heart rate when I'm outside walking, so that I get the most benefit from the time that I'm investing into this. So that's like a performance goal. Then the last one that we can talk about is an outcome goal, right? So this is typically where most people um, gravitate towards. It's an outcome goal is what they want to see or what I want to see when something um, at the end of a certain period of time and uh, investing in, in, in something new. So it might be, in this case, like, you know, the outcome might be losing the, the proverbial five pounds that, that are extra. It might be, you know, attaining the goal of walking an extra mile and uh, to what we do normally. So, you know, increasing time. It might be, uh, I don't know, inviting your significant other to join you on, on those activities. Or do, do, do more. <laughs> do so more there's, it, there's, right? there's a couple of things you can sure. do either. Increase the time, the duration sure. of something, whatever mm-hmm. happens to be, the mm-hmm. more repetitions, which in this case, um, let's just say that's walking. So we may walk once or twice a day, but we may shoot for a performance of trying to walk three times a day right. in order to burn off some of that um, mm-hmm. uh, stress um, and the cortisol. The cortisol, stress. And the stress, get your brain yep. cleared up. Yep, get out of nature, that kind of thing. Yep. If it's if, if outside is able to provide that, it's not raining or something's going on or too, too cold. Yeah. Um, so, uh, or we can, um, uh, add weight, basically change the activity by adding some sort of resistance to it as right. weight, that kind of thing. So in this case, for me, it's more about doing it more often. I know I feel better if mm-hmm. I walk more, such right. as touring around a city uh, on a vacation, you seem, tend to feel really good once you come home, which is then a performance thing because you feel good, got to keep it going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's just it, what we what the challenge is. I think when we start thinking about what our goals and intentions are at the at the beginning of the year, is trying to figure out where's the sweet spot in that. Where's the is it? Am I really looking for uh, you know a per, an outcome goal? Am I looking for a performance goal, or is it a process goal? I don't know. You know, there's is there's some three? is it maybe is it's combination <clears throat> of all three. Um, but as we lean into the end of this segment, we're going to uh, talk about what are the pitfalls in the next segment of setting goals that might be a little too ambitious or a little too complicated or require too many outside um, uh, interference or I always say uh, too many outside external factors to align in order for that goal to be met. So, you know, we we all know 
we have the best intention. It's, it's right after Christmas. We all say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to walk three miles on the treadmill and I'm going to lose those 10 pounds. And then January 31st comes around and we've missed the gym three times and we're still on the 10 pounds and uh, yeah, life is beginning to creep in again and those habits and so on. So we have those pitfalls. So I have four things about this, the goal setting that, okay. I, that, that kind of resonate with me. And that is, it gives you a definable and achievable outcome, a proof. Mm-hmm. So once you set that goal, a measurable result, a measurable result yeah. something that as long as it's not too lofty and it's based in a good, good baseline, you'll definitely get to see something happen. Yeah. Hopefully it's a good one. <laughs> Being positive here, hopefully. Um, And the cool thing about that is you can create and set multiple ones of these as well. So you can have a major goal and then have little sub goals to get to that point, which is really awesome. And then once you do have these goals and you are then uh, pursuing them, that creates a habit. And that habit is created through that consistency of the goal. So there's like a compounding Absolutely. effect right there yeah. as we move as we move through. Now it's something that you just normally do as mm-hmm. part of your everyday thing. And it's basically really great just to have success over and over and over again. It just feels good. Okay. So yeah. Well that's said. the way I kind of look at it. Well yeah. said. Yeah. Um no, you said you had four things. That was four. That feels was four. good. Number four is the feel good. <laughs> it's the yep. feel good. Yep. Okay, awesome. Well, how about we take a little break here, and then when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the pitfalls of setting goals and, you know, those distractions that happen when life creeps in and then what we can do to overcome them and so that we can get those endorphins of the happy results versus the uh, the negative uh, feedback of not achieving them. So please stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you shortly. Bye. See you right back here. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Five Phases Health is designed for anyone seeking optimal well-being. We simplify health, wellness, and nutrition information into simple steps to help you achieve radiant health. Our teachings merge ancient wisdom with modern science to reach the root of the problem and prevent common diseases. Each week, we explore topics around food, exercises, breathing, and mental inspiration. We believe that small changes on a daily basis lead to long-term, sustainable good health. Join us as we journey through medicine systems from around the world, including traditional Chinese medicine, allopathic medicine, herbal medicine, and various mind-body systems. Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. 
Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. Welcome back to Five Phases Health Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Peyton Young, and I'm joined by my other co-host, Christina. And I hope you guys have uh, stayed tuned in because we've got some really good stuff coming up um, in this next segment and the other segments as well. Um, I believe this time we want to cover a little bit about common pitfalls of setting goals and how to avoid them. Um, There are four R's of goal setting, and they are review, reevaluate, redefine, and re-engage. So we just kind of want to keep these in, t- in mind as, as we're talking about some of the other um, facets of setting goals, creating habits. And um, so let's see here. <laughs> so the, the important thing is, right, as we're, as we're setting goals, we are, um, we're typically interrupting a behavior that, that was, that's been present up until now. So what the first step is really to start a new um, habit, a new change, right? So we call that intercepting what was there before. And as we do that, we're bringing in a small piece of change, which we're hopefully going to be able to reinforce over time, which then leads to the process of reviewing and reengaging, right? So as we, as we make the change, First thing is we're going to identify what is the goal, what is that process, what is that little piece that we want to change, and we're going to stop what we've been doing up until now and intercept with a new behavior. And that behavior is, of course, that's individual based. It's based on what we talked about before in our segment. So once we've identified, let's let's just take for example, everybody who's listening, take a moment and think about one behavior in your life that you would like to change um, starting January first, just for simplicity. Don't make it big. Don't make it dramatic. Just something small, something tiny that you think is achievable. And just hold that in your mind and think about the process of what you have to change today in order to get to that particular goal. So let's just say my new goal for January 1st is to have lemon water every morning when I wake up before I have my coffee. Because the benefits of having lemon water is that it it balances the pH, it rehydrates the body, and it sets the tone for the rest of the day. So if I want to do that, that means I need to (laughs) make sure that I have lemons at home. I've got to go to the store and buy some lemons. Um, And then I have to have them ready to go. I have to have all of the uh, ingredients and the pieces available for that for that new behavior to come in. Then I got to remember to do it. So I might set myself a little alarm reminder every day that I'm going to do this particular thing. And then I'm going to follow through with it. So that goes into your R's. And then we're going into um, what Peyton said, which is review, reevaluate, redefine, and reengage. So if I start to slide, or did you have to say, if I start to slide on my behavior, then I might have to change something. First, you got to notice it which you probably will because you attempted to set a habit right. or, or a new new pattern mm-hmm. of, of activity. Um, so once you recognize it, 
then it's time to review. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what did I miss? What didn't I do? Oh, know, I missed it on Thursday. I, exactly. I missed it. And it was because I didn't have lemons, but I did get the lemons <laughs> later on in the day. Right. <laughs> right. So I did go to the store, but I wasn't completely prepared. Right. So maybe I have to buy a few more lemons mm-hmm. than I would normally need. Mm-hmm. So that's reevaluation. How do I make it better? What sure. do I need to make that little bit of a change in order to then know that I'll have my uh, one full glass of lemon water before I exercise every morning, just after I woke up mm-hmm. so that I get the max benefit of uh, cardiovascular and uh, fat burning uh, mode, basically. Sure. Um, and you redefined. Now I need to know exactly when I need to go to the grocery store to pick up those lemons. We're, we're, we're really focused on the lemons here because we love <laughs> lemons in our household. Um, well, it's we an easy example. Yeah, and when we don't have them, we miss them. So um, you got to basically redefine exactly when that you go to get those lemons and set that up in some form or fashion as a reoccurring reminder or something along those lines. And then the biggest thing, re-engage. Just because you miss a small one or, or a little bit or even a big thing, restart, re-engage, commence the activity or the habit that uh, the the new pattern that you want to instigate in your life. Sure. When Um, we were, if I can step in real quick, when we were teaching um, physical classes a lot, uh, we would, you know, we'd tell folks, you know, half of it is just showing up, right? Half of the learning process is just being available, making sure that you carved out the time and the com- follow through with the commit- commitment, commitment of uh, being present in the class. The learning of the form and or of the knowledge comes second to that, right? First is you have to create mental space and you have to interrupt your normal behavior in order to be present for something new to come into your life. And so there may be a little bit of letting go of something that otherwise occupied that space and time to allow for a new behavior to come in. And that's just part of the process of growth and transformation is letting go of some things so that we can make space for the new things that align with what our, our new goals and intentions are. And I think in the initial example that you gave, there's probably four or five very specific things that were mentioned, but we could point them out. Sure. That's very specific so that someone will know them because once you know a thing, it's hard to unknow it. Right. So now you know a thing. And the very first thing was you chose something that was a, a very simple habit to change or to uh, a, a new habit to create. So something very simple. So it's basically making things not too complex, not too long. And basically what I like to call out of range. It's just you can't achieve it because it, 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 you can't do everything that you might think it's involved with that. So and that's basically what happens is maybe you do wind up, as an example, getting something. It's really hard to really make it stick. So then we're going to divide those up into uh, progressive goals or cumulative, cumulative goals. Yeah. So you, you break it down into small little facets, master or instigate, get those going in your life. And then you add the next piece on, on, on top of it, basically, mm-hmm. but you can't do any of this stuff without having a baseline to get set from mm-hmm. in this case with the, the lemon water, as an example, we're just not doing it. So that's our base. We want to add it. So we want to add that in there. Um, in other examples, maybe we are going to start up a new cardiovascular routine, we're going to walk, or um, we're going to lift some weights. 
or something along those lines. So we've got to know where we're starting from. So we need to do a slight little evaluation. If we're doing cardiovascular activity, we want to make sure that we take our age and we subtract that from 220 and then we multiply it by 70 and 85% to kind of get where our exercise range should be located just off the cuff. Yes, everyone is a little bit different based on uh, you know, the, your, not only your genetics, but prior training and some other things. So, but that's a great rule of thumb for, for that kind of thing. So, or weights, we're going to lift a few weights. We're going to acquire some or go to a gym and we're going to get an idea about, well, how many can I lift 10 to 15 times and I don't feel out of breath. So now I know that maybe it's five pounders in each hand that we're doing curls as an example. So we're able to do those very effectively maybe a little bit too light. So we move up again. So we slowly get an idea about where we our baseline is and where we need to start. Another one that you kind of mentioned, but I'll point it out, I thought was very interesting was, is to give things a little more time, be engaged into it if you fall and off the, the, the new pattern wagon, as an example, you get right back on it, get right back on that new pattern wagon and you keep moving forward. You re-engage, give it some time for it to set in and make some change for yourself. Um, and then the biggest thing, making time for that activity or the, the thing, the goal that you want to set and not allow other things to derail you from being able to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, Prioritizing it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Making it a priority for everything that you do. Sure. That way you can get that success and it um, feels good to yep. get that success. Mm-hmm. Having that lemon water every morning. It's <laughs> very good. So um, about the about the small and attainable goals, you know, I know you said five pounds, but it just made me remember there have been a few people that I've worked with, you know, directly who started with a can of soup. Oh, yes. Because yeah, sure. yeah. five pounds was a little too much, too much. right? Exactly. So especially people who are in rehab stages, you know, are recovering from an injury or who have been through surgery. Um, even a can of soup is is a great way to get going. Again, it's kind of that concept of just showing up. Yeah, it's not about how much weight you can lift. It's more about, like you just said, prioritizing the fact that you're going to follow through with the goal, and and do whatever you can to work towards the goal. I'm a big proponent of getting positive feedback for just showing up and just for putting in. A little bit of effort. And I think that um, sometimes people give up on their goals and their their what they want to do because they feel like whatever they're doing is insufficient. It's not enough. It's not getting them to the goal fast enough. Or like me, too much. And so you get an injury mm-hmm. and then you have to quit because you got yourself injured. So sure. there's this big long break that sometimes will happen, that kind of thing. Right. And also, if you're um, you should always, always um, see your physician and get a get a, you know, have them check, check you out, make sure that you're able to exercise and do these things safely. I want to put that little caveat, uh, the cherry on the top of all this on there that if you want to make this something that is very doable for you in this coming year, whatever it happens to be, and if it's physical exercise or those kind of things, definitely make sure that you're you're able to do that. You get that doctor's written notice, you know, that you're good to go. Yeah. Small steps, small changes on a daily basis lead to profound results. results. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Well, thanks so much for listening to this segment. We appreciate you and look forward to having you return in just a couple of minutes after our quick break and uh, where we'll discuss uh, intention setting and goal setting with using tools like vision boards and uh, setting, writing things down so that you can keep yourself accountable. Yeah. Mantras. I love it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Thank be right you. back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Resiliency is the human capacity to lean into individual and collective strengths with compassion and grit when faced with the challenges of lived experience. Join host Elaine Miller-Karras for Resiliency Within, a program of hope and healing designed to inspire you to integrate wellness into your life, your family, and your community. In challenging times, you'll want to tune in every week. Resiliency Within can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Thanks for joining us for segment three on today's episode, which is all about setting goals and intentions. Uh, In this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about how you can track your progress and keep yourself motivated over time with using some external tools that that can do that. Um, So one of the things that I like to do at the beginning of every year, and this is pretty common nowadays, uh, is the use of a vision board. And with that, On a vision board, it can be however you want it to be, right? It can cover all areas of your life, or it can be very specific to a particular area of your life or applicable to a certain goal. Um, Anecdotally, I'll say, uh, anytime that I've actually taken the time to put a vision board together, I'd say at least 50% of it comes true pretty quickly, too. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's just a testimony. Wherever you put your intention, wherever you set your mind to do, those are the things that will will tend to manifest and and become reality. 
So a vision board is, uh, for those who don't know, is just exactly that. It's just a, either uh, some location, uh, a poster board of some sort, or it can be digitally on your computer, on a Word document or something, where you put pictures and words and images of things that uh, look like or represent the goal that you have in mind. So let's just say for 2024, hypothetically, I have a goal of um, taking a vacation and let's see, taking a vacation, planting a garden, losing those proverbial five pounds that we keep going back to. Making a fire pit. Making a fire pit and um, spending more time with my loved ones. So I would put on this location, this board or this digital location, images of my loved ones and the vacation where I want it to be. Like if I want to go to a mountain vacation or an ocean vacation or a city vacation, I would put images of the, that place. And basically those are just visual cues and reminders. As I go through each day, I'll have my vision board somewhere where I can see it. And I remember, oh yes, I'm working towards that goal. Oh yes, all my activities and my energy is aligned towards these particular goals that I have set for myself in this time frame, which is 2024. So it helps the mind basically um, be focused. And I want to just say, take your energy and it, it takes it from being expanded and open to more focused and pointed towards a specific direction. And when your energy starts to support itself working in that particular direction, it has a multiplication effect, like an avalanche, right? So it starts to build and the momentum is there. And so, um, so you get the benefit of the cumulative, repetitive um, intention of going towards those things that you see in front of you on your vision board. And you want it to be as specific as possible, right? So if you if your vacation is a mountain vacation, then is it a summer mountain? Is it a winter mountain? Is there a chalet? Is there a resort? Are there skiers or is it a picnic? Um, you fishing know, by the river. Fishing by the river, fishing by the, the lake. You know, is there a boat involved? Or is, you know, be specific, right? Yeah. You know, you don't want it to be fuzzy. You want, if you know that you want this specific vacation, then put that vacation on the vision board. And if you know that you want to have these experiences or to acquire these certain things, then those are the things that would go onto the vision board as much detail as possible. They usually say the universe is very specific. Um, the universe makes you very specific when you set intentions. If you're unspecific, there's plenty of jokes that you can read around on like the comics and stuff like that. Wait, but I meant what I meant was, you know, fill in the blanks. And then you realize, well, you should have been a little more specific. So be specific on your, on your vision board. <laughs> Um, so yep. really what we're doing here is we are, we're, we're creating in our mind, the things that we want to see experience yep. and to be. And so if we, uh, take this and we look at it every single day, multiple times a day, then we're setting our mindset, our intention, our frame of mind and what we want to achieve. Uh, I guess if you can see it. You can believe it. You right. can achieve it. Make it real. You can make it real. 
Yeah. Because everything about who we are and what we're doing will be centered around uh, doing those things. Sure. Is too much, is too much, is, is, is there such thing as too much on your vision board or your screensaver for your computer <laughs> uh, or the, your, your phone uh, backdrop? Is, should we narrow it down maybe a little bit? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I think there's a, there is a, a little bit of a balance, right? The, the short answer is no, there's never, such, there's no such thing as too much, but there is the idea of a balance. And one of the things that the vision board helps to do is overcome those days when you begin to have the critter come in there. We'll all get used to, to my uh, reference of the critter. The critter is those negative thoughts that creep up. And uh, the 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 uh, inner self that likes to sabotage our progress towards something. I call that the critter. So sometimes the critter, you know, we all have days when we're feeling a little less than, and we're doing a little less than, and we feel like we're a little bit off track, right? So and that's okay. We we need to have those days. It's okay. The idea of the vision board is to remember. Okay, so today isn't great. Today isn't perfect. But I'm not going to let the critter get the best of me, and I'm going to refocus tomorrow and get back on track again and remember what the purpose of everything that I'm doing is about. So in that regard, in that regard, um, no, you can get very, very detailed in, into the things that you want to put on your vision board. However, I think it's important in there to pull off of what we talked about before is setting realistic goals. So um, in the detail, we don't want to have too many things that pull our energy into too many different directions where we can't accomplish anything. So maybe we have focus on three key areas, just hypothetically, three key areas that we want to see significant change in or four. And then we have maybe one very specific goal in that area. And then we embellish with a few other things, around right? It. Yeah, around sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. What we don't want to do is get to the point where halfway through the year, we look at the vision board and say, I had 16 goals with uh, right. eight details under each one of those goals. And I haven't even reached two of them. So it's a little too broad. It's kind too of, broad. Too many. Yeah. So it goes back to that. And now, too complex. Right. And now the critter goes, yes, because frustration yeah. sets in and that negative feedback loop and all of that. So we definitely want to avoid that. So, uh, kind of pairing off of the vision board, um, we could also add some things to it, such as for the one, for the pieces on the vision board that are most important to you, you could do post-it notes like mm -hmm. on your mirror or at your work on your, um, on your monitor, mm -hmm. um, as an example, Yep. or something on your phone that pops up every now and then as a reminder that to do this or that. Of course, it could be a standalone as well. I'm thinking more along the lines of, um, having a vision or having a dream is, is kind of key. So, uh, that's for, for us, um, that is our initial, we are dreamers, uh, no matter what. So that's what gets us moving in the directions that we want to, mm -hmm. is that idea that I can accomplish this goal or have this experience, that kind of thing. But another good one is a buddy, like your partner. An accountability buddy. Yeah. A partner. <laughs> or, or a best friend or mm -hmm. a couple of friends that are all on this, you know, going in the same direction or path that believe in you yep. that are supporting your dreams and visions for the ones you're willing to share with them, that kind of thing. So they can 
help you stay kind of on track. So this is probably another accessory to the vision board, but could also be a standalone thing, such as exercise buddies or walking partners, uh, those kind of things that sure. that that bring motivation. Um, nothing like the uh, a, a group dynamic, a positive group dynamic to keep you going, showing up every single day, multiple times a day, if that's what you're doing to accomplish your goals because yep. everybody's sharing the same goal. Facebook groups are really good for that. Yes, There's some yes. private groups where you don't, where you join based on, on your common interest. And then you have people who are like-minded who will support you. Yeah. Um, another uh, kind of key component, no matter what you're doing here could be two things. And one of those things could be keeping a journal. So it's mm-hmm. your, your thoughts, your experiences as you're going along to try to accomplish these goals that you've set for yourself so that you can periodically go back and, and read through. But technically, just the act of journaling or writing is very freeing. And to put it down, then you have it in picture format in your, say, a vision board. But now you're writing it. You're putting in that effort mm-hmm. to, to put it into words, formulating those words onto a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, to me, that's usually what I do. That helps to reinforce the thing that I'm I'm trying to um, accomplish, basically. Um, so a side part Absolutely. of that is logging, logging the things that you're doing, especially if it's exercise or diet or some of those kind of things. So that, again, you have something to go back to compare to, um, to understand. As an example, maybe you, you've eaten uh, something that all of a sudden makes you have a bit of um, inflammation but you really didn't know what it was. You just feel uncomfortable. Your joints hurt. Um, you feel lack of energy. Just you feel uh, unmotiv- unmotivated. And you can you you know deep down it's probably something that you've eaten because you were feeling really good before. And, and now there was some sort of a thing that happened. Um, but logging what you're eating can really go back and you can determine exactly, well, if it was in the last 24 hours, here's where I'm looking. Here's what I ate. Maybe it was something random that you don't normally eat. So, you know, maybe to stay away from that one at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was something that you normally eat that actually um, they changed the ingredients. So you can go back and take a look. So journaling and logging, uh, super important, super important to help you achieve your goals. Yeah, absolutely. And I really like that you brought in logging your food, right? So since you know the core concept of this podcast is, about aging, um, longevity, health, fitness, wellness, etc. Uh, food is the number one catalyst, the number one, the biggest source of change in our overall constitution. What we eat yep. on a on a fastest way to make change. The the quickest way to make any significant change is to change what you actually eat and consume. Right. So that includes anything that goes into the body, um, whether it's liquid or food or medications and so on, right? So all of that has an impact on our metabolism, on our pH and so on and so on. And so logging your food is a great way to figure out what works for you and what you could change that will help you reach your goals. Um, and sometimes if even if somebody has no particular condition, right? There's no celiac, there's no dairy intolerance, there's none of that, you could still do the practice of elimination and pull things out for a few days to see how you react to it. 
I suspect that the majority of us would find that there are modifications that we can make every day that would get us into feeling better, looking better, and just overall being better. Now you're hitting on the things of moderation, too. Uh, Because, you know, there's going to always be something that someone enjoys Mm -hmm. um, that is just uh, for mental well-being. I've got to do this particular thing. And so if you do. Maybe moderation, no overindulgence. Um, that way you you look forward to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when we come back, um, we, were, we will discuss, we'll go over a couple of success stories that are based on um, setting intentions, setting goals, vision boards, and so on. Some, some anecdotal stories that have, of real cases and things that have happened that we can share with you. So sounds good. uh, Thanks for listening in so far. And we look forward to uh, speaking with you upon our return after this short break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Five Phases Health is designed for anyone seeking optimal well-being. We simplify health, wellness, and nutrition information into simple steps to help you achieve radiant health. Our teachings merge ancient wisdom with modern science to reach the root of the problem and prevent common diseases. Each week, we explore topics around food, exercises, breathing, and mental inspiration. We believe that small changes on a daily basis lead to long-term, sustainable good health. Join us as we journey through medicine systems from around the world, including traditional Chinese medicine, allopathic medicine, herbal medicine, and various mind-body systems. Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Five Phases Health with Peyton Young and Christina Berea. Have a question for Peyton, Christina, or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show with Peyton and Christina. We're back live. Five Phases Health Radio. And hopefully you've stayed with us this whole time. We definitely appreciate it. I do hope that you're getting something out of the information that we're talking about here. Um, I believe in this last segment, we're going to share a few stories of our um, success and maybe um, not not success on goal setting. Um, Human experiences. Yes, (laughs) just human experiences. Although you always review, you reevaluate, you redefine and you reengage. Those are the four steps, the four R's. The way if you do, 
get into a situation where maybe um, you have to, the habit you're building has to stop because of an injury or something along those lines, you can always find alternatives. Just never give up and don't be too hard on yourself. Right. Exactly. Am I going first? I think you should go first. I'm going to go have, first. We talked about vision boards first, <laughs> and you always do a great vision board every year. So, Yes, and in years when I've got everything together and I have the time, I've actually um, had the vision board making process with, uh, joined by by good friends and, and other folks who, who want to participate in that. I don't think we'll do it this year, but... But uh, we've done it in the past as a group, and it's it's such an amazing experience when you get together and that group energy um, helps to support each other. And then you can do your check-ins throughout the year, see how, how everybody's doing with their vision board. But okay, so one success story about setting goals for myself is, um, you know, I'm going to start with my lifelong goal. First, my, my lifelong goal is uh, to to age as best as I can and to stay away from disease as best as I can. So if you've listened uh, to some of our previous episodes, you know that I've uh, been very active my whole life, very sporty, um, uh, competitive sports, always challenging myself on a physical level. And I really, uh, I find that it's just one of the traits that, that defines who I am as an individual. And it's something that I want to maintain as much as I can and as far as I can. So I do little things every day that help me support that process of, of staying healthy as long as I can. Right. So whether it's maintaining exercise, even if it's not, even if I'm not hitting my short-term goals, which is like those, okay, those five pounds, right. Even if I'm not losing the five pounds, I'm still going out and walking. I'm still trying to eat healthy, still trying to make healthy choices for myself, still trying to push myself to be active and to to continue on that healthy lifestyle because it matters to me. I want to not be engaged with a doctor. I want to not be on medication. I want to not have to be limited by my health. And um, I'm blessed uh, that I have the capacity to do that right now. So I, I know for other folks, it's challenging. And so that's the purpose of five phases and, and our work in the past 20 years has been to help people find that balance and that freedom. But so that's one. And then uh, on a shorter one, I would say last year, no, it was the year before. It's been a couple of years, maybe (laughs) I did a vision board with a group of friends. And uh, I would say one of the things I had put on there is I had never competed in a, I used to be a competitive runner and I had, I I wanted to compete in, well, not compete, but I wanted to complete a 5k run something I had never done before. And so one of my friends, uh, Julie, who's probably listening, who's, who um, is very active as well, said, hey, there's this run coming up. Would you like to join me? And it was like within, I'm serious. Like we did the vision board like the first week of January by the last week of January I was you already, got, I, I got invited to yeah. a 5k, which is something that had never happened before. So I said, wow, that's incredible. That was a super quick turnaround on that intention. And yes, we went ahead and did the, did the 5k. Um, there's a whole bunch of other stories around that experience, but, but there you go. That's, that's one of my success stories. And it was like within a short period of time and, and it was by invitation. It wasn't something that I sought out. So good friends said, how about you join me with us? And there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I've got a I've got a a good success story. It's not it doesn't revolve around me though. I was involved. So uh, in my younger days, I worked at a hospital based fitness facility, and the uh, 
Uh, I work general fitness, um, outpatient physical therapy, and cardiac rehab. But I also did some really awesome work with what would be called um, special population. So I would actually go and uh, go on site to different locations to work with uh, uh, individuals, um, basically free of charge, just on uh, mobility. And I had the most wonderful experience with an individual who basically couldn't, he couldn't stand up on his own. And um, over a course of about, I guess, three or four months of just uh, getting up and down out of a wheelchair, uh, finally moving forward into to being able to just stand and hold on to um one of the uh, uh, just a, a support um, apparatus um, to eventually being able to take steps and, and move around for short short periods of time. So That's amazing. It, it was it was a uh, I guess the thing that touched me the most was this person's pure goal, the pure will, the pure intention to not be bound where they couldn't move on their own. So it was so gratifying to be able to have that experience to um, uh, design a way of being able for this person to accomplish that goal. But most importantly, I guess for me, seeing that goal actually happen, it just, it, it just, it's, it was an, an amazing thing. Um, Amazing what the mind will what what can happen yes. when the mind is aligned the, with and with the, the body and, and the intent yeah, is there. The intent yes. is there. Yep. It's great. Um and also um when I did work in, in the uh, cardiac rehab, also we did lots of programs for um all different um severities of cardiovascular disease. So it was always just a, a warm fuzzy to to go on to that exercise for and see all these people of all ages, even there was even, there was young people, not much older than me at the time that I was doing this work that were in there exercising and they would ask you questions and they were, you were, we were doing program design as well. So helping them work through those. So I've seen firsthand how setting your intention, getting that goal out there, Maybe it's multi-layered goal, ones that have a compound effect and they build upon each other, creating consistency. It can really, really, really work. And I think probably the key thing I'm talking about here is the willpower to do this um, and, and, and harnessing that willpower. Well said. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and talking about setting goals and intentions it's been a pleasure. Join us next week when we talk about starting small. So we're, we'll uh, bring you some tangible things to implement into your daily routine to take you to health and wellness. Thanks again. Thank you for being here and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Five Phases Health. We hope we've given you some tips to improve your health habits. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week. 